Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. If you can stand for the reading of the word, if you're physically able, if you're not, please don't feel bad. Luke chapter 1, verse 26, and I'm going to just read down to verse 29. Luke chapter 1. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. The word of the Lord. You may take your seats in just a few moments. While you're taking your seat, look at somebody right now. Say, neighbor, have you ever had a divine disruption? Do me a favor. Look at the other neighbor right now. Just say, neighbor, if you haven't, it's getting ready to happen. There are some people sitting under the sound of my voice that God is about to disrupt the plans of your life. God is about to shake up your life. He's about to change some things on you. You thought you had it all together, but there's somebody under the sound of my voice that your thoughts, your dreams, your aspirations are not completely in line with what God has for your life. You sense that something ought to be happening for you. You sense that something ought to be different, but you're not quite sure what it really is. You're somebody sitting under the sound of my voice right now that's in for something that you're going to be surprised by. You've prayed, you've, you've talked to God, you've asked God, you've said, this is going to be, this is what I want. But at some times in our life, God puts in for us plans that we didn't put in for ourselves. Sometimes God's plans are not our plans because his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways as high as the heaven is above the earth. So too are God's thoughts above our thoughts and his ways above our ways. And sometimes I can't understand what God is doing and nor can I understand what God is saying. Look at the text real close. She's not surprised by seeing an angel. She's surprised by what the angel's saying. You missed it, went over your head, come on back. When she sees the angel, the theophany experience is not what startles her, but what comes out of the angel's mouth is what messes her up. She hears what he's saying, and what he's saying is not aligned with the picture that she's had of herself. Her self-image was different than what the angel was saying because when the angel addressed her, he addressed her at a station above what she thought of her own self. She thought that she was a good person. She thought that she was a virgin. She thought she had lived her life well, but she never thought of herself as highly favored. So when the angel put her in a place above that which she had esteemed herself, it shocked her because you were actually speaking to me as though I'm somebody else. Is this an out-of-body experience? Because I don't know the person you're talking to because you're claiming that I have something that I have not recognized 
recognize in myself. So when you see me, you are reading my leaves and I don't understand how you're going to read me like this and give all my tea and the tea I didn't know I had. So you just said I'm highly favored, but my life experience has not been one of favor. I think I'm doing pretty well. I got a man that loves me and a life in front of me, but now all of a sudden you have elevated me and I'm troubled by what you're saying because I don't recognize the elevation that God has given me. It'll mess up your mind when you think about it. It is not what she saw, but what she heard because the elevation that God speaks to her at is at a level above her experience. And I ought to tell you this, never fool yourself that what you see in the mirror is who you really are. When you look in the mirror, you see a reflection of a snapshot in time. You do not see eternity. And because you're only looking at a snapshot in time, sometimes when you look in the mirror, you might scare yourself. Let me preach a little bit. Get any one of you before you do your hair in the morning. Might scare yourself. Any one of you, before, when you've come home from a hard day's labor and look in the mirror, you might scare yourself. When you've had a bad fall and you look up and you look at your body in the mirror, you might scare yourself. But that's not who you are. It's a snapshot of a moment in time. And I know you keep looking in the mirror of your life and you keep saying, no, I ain't going to be nothing now because I already done messed up over here and I got a bruise here and I got a scar here and I got a pat here and I got some things I'm undone I can't do no you look at yourself and say I've already had my chance it didn't work out for me so it ain't gonna happen now I came to tell you quit looking at snapshots thinking you've seen eternity because where you are today is not necessarily in the frame of what God is taking you to in your tomorrow I feel like preaching this one here she is. The angel comes up to her and the angel speaks to her. First thing you've got to know is that God is in the business of showing up and showing out. And before you ever make another move, there's going to be a supernatural source that's going to speak it into your spirit. Let me talk to you one more time. I see you didn't get it, so it went over your head. The God that you serve is going to supernaturally speak into your spirit before you ever see it in your flesh. I need to talk to somebody in here who knows what I'm talking about. I got two or three people here who can witness to me right now. You know that when you told people what you wanted to be when you were younger, some of them laughed. But now you have arrived at the position where you said you were going and they look back and shake their head because somebody helped us speak it into your spirit that what you were dreaming about was not too big for the God you serve or the mind you have. Come on, let me preach to you a minute. Every now and then somebody has to speak into your spirit and if it's a divine source, you know it comes from God and when God spoke highly favored on her, he was not talking about what was going to be. 
Y'all, come on now. I'm about to help you right here. He wasn't talking about what was going to be. He was talking about what already existed. Y'all missed it. She wasn't favored because the Holy Spirit came to her and had her conceived. No, she was favored before, and it's because she was favored before that the Holy Spirit could use her later. Oh, y'all missed it. Went over your head. Come here. It's not when the blessing happens that you figure out you're favored. The only reason you're about to be blessed is because you're favored. So don't keep looking for the blessings outcome before you celebrate the blessing on your life. The blessing can be on your life long before you have the conception of that which God is going to bring into fruition. You're walking around in favor. You're talking in favor. You're living in favor. You're riding in favor. You have favor. When the angel spoke to her, look at, look at, the, look at what the Bible says. Look, verses 26 through 30, we just read. The Bible says, the angel, having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one. Stop right there. Look at somebody. Say, neighbor, don't wait till the battle is over. Shout now. Okay. You missed that one. He said, rejoice. Uh, I don't hear any, what about rejoice? Yes, rejoice. I'm giving you a command to go ahead and begin to praise God now. Because what has already taken place. Anybody ever write, watch The Price is Right? You're the next contestant on the price. Person sitting next to you said, it was my turn. It was my turn. I've been here a long time. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been all here a long time. I know this may not be my season, but it's my turn. Y'all better help me right here. I know I may not be the one you thought God was going to use, but it's my turn. I know I don't look like you thought I was going to look, but it's my turn. No, it's, it's my turn because God has already spoken favor. I got somebody looking at me right now. I need to help you right now. You see, you've been running from God. You, you don't even realize that God has already laid his hand on you. And the only thing you need to realize is it's time for you to receive what's already been sent in your direction. Somebody said he leaning in my direction. Nudge the person next to you, just say, neighbor, God's leaning in my direction.
y'all gonna make me act a fool in here. Uh, yeah. She, she, she speaks to her, highly favored one. And then he says, selected, oh, it, it doesn't read like that. It says, blessed are you among women. Do me a favor. I just need you to put your hand on your chest and just say, neighbor, you're looking at somebody that's been selected for special service. You need to know that God was selecting her for sacred service. Sacred service. Uh, you see, you got to get this because it's going to bless your heart. Because this thing that God wants to do next in you, you cannot be expected to fulfill it without divine intervention. Y'all missed it? I'm going to help you now. You can't fulfill this thing that God wants in your life without an anointing. I'm going to talk to these folk on this side over here. Y'all look a little more saved over here. You can't fulfill the assignment for your life without the anointing that goes with the assignment because there's a specific anointing that goes with each assignment and you'll never fulfill the assignment of your life without the anointing that goes with that assignment so the Holy Ghost will come upon you because the assignment requires a specific anointing See, somebody, somebody here that been born again, that shown up, say, you, 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 you say, well, you know, I've got an anointing. Yeah, can, can I do it like this? She was sanctified. We know that for sure because she was a virgin. Mm -hmm. She was anointed. We understand that because she had already been betrothed. But in order to do what needed to happen next, she had to have a special endowment of the power of God for the next move of God. Easy things you can do on your own. There's some stuff you praying about that God already gave you the power over. You, there's some stuff you're praying about that you know what God you can do. But there are certain things that God wants to do in your life that's going to take a special anointing. And you're going to have to be willing to yield to the power of the Holy Ghost and say, endow me. I just heard the clock sister in my mind. Endow me. Lord. Endow me. Mm -hmm. I 
I know I heard it. I just wish somebody would get it and down me. Somebody say, la, 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 la. Okay, see, some of y'all, you need, you need to get this right here. Because see, for what God wants to do in you next, you're going to need a special anointing. And you can't worry about what anybody else is thinking about what God wants to do in you. Because this is between you and God. Can I help you here? I'm going to come back to this in this series. But if you notice, when the angel is talking to her, he doesn't ask her anything about Joe. He doesn't say anything about Joseph at all during this whole conversation. You know why? Because right now, what God's getting ready to do in you has to do with you. He'll take care of everybody else in your life to get them to align with what he's getting ready to do in you. If you just allow God to speak to your life, if you receive what God wants to do in your life, then every Joseph or every Josephine around you will align with what God wants to do in you. God said, don't you worry about them. Let me talk to you. Let me deal with you. Are you willing to go forward in what I'm getting ready? to do. I need to deal with you. Look, look here. You have to stop looking at other people. You have to stop worrying about what other people think or what people are going to say. If this is between you and God, God wants to endow you. He's not talking about somebody else. This ain't your mama's time. This ain't your daddy's time. This ain't auntie and uncle time. This is your time. God's asking you, can I favor you? Can I endow you? Can I anoint you for the next move of God in the earth realm? Okay, y'all still with me? Because see, the reason he wants to anoint you is because you're not going to be able to do it without spiritual strength. Look at somebody next to you say, neighbor, what the Holy Ghost is going to do for me may blow your mind because he's about to overshadow me. What does it mean to be overshadowed? It means to be completely covered. I'm going to overshadow you. He says, I'm going to come upon you and you won't be seen because I'm overshadowing you. God said, I'm going to put you in the shade because I'm getting ready to take first place in your life. I'm going to overshadow you. God wants to overshadow you. He wants to take over so much so that you can't be seen, but he's the only one who can be seen. You're going to be standing there, but he's overshadowing you. Let me tell you something. Touch the person next to your neighbor. Quit worrying about what people think. 
worry about what people think. Even people close to you. They'll get it. It is time. Don't worry about them. You do what he told you to do. You do what he said to you. You stand on his word. You be obedient to him. If you do what he said, he'll back up your play. He'll back up what you do. I'm going to my seat. I'm going, I'm, I'm done, I'm almost done, I'm almost done. I'm still talking about Mary's birth here. Well, Reverend, how was it a disruption? You just said this was a divine disruption. Come, come here, I want to just give you a Mary had plans. Mary had plans. She had just got engaged. She was in the betrothal state. She was in wedding planning mode. She was getting her figure right. Getting ready for her wedding dress. Getting ready to walk down the aisle. Her daddy was going to bring her in. Folk were going to dance and celebrate. They were going to drink good wine. Jump up and down. Toss her in the air. Toss them up. They were going to have a good time. They were going to smash the cup. But we can't do all that if you're knocked up. See, y'all ain't never read the Bible like I'm reading the Bible today. Y'all need to read it upright. Read it straight up. Be honest when you read the Bible. Because see, if she hadn't gotten married yet, that she was still technically just engaged. Her plans, if you, you know, the MIA, Mission Impossible, MI, you know, your plans, should you choose to accept them? Should she choose to accept this plan? Plan number one for her is disrupted. But plan number two is messed up at the same time. That idea of having a good looking figure gets messed up if you give your body over to divine service. Y'all missed it? Are y'all with me here? Wait a minute. Plan number three is messed up. Because everybody, the only reason you have a big wedding is so everybody see you had it. You want folk to celebrate with you. You want to enjoy it. But that plan's messed up because now, instead of having enjoyment, she's got to function with a cloud over her head and potential embarrassment. Look at somebody now. Say, neighbor. What God wants to do in you will mean that you'll have to stand up to anything other folks say. See, uh, Elder, can I, can I just talk for a second? I'm just, just going to talk with you just a second. Elder sitting over here. 
good man, shown up, saved man, full of the Holy Ghost. But I'm sure there was a day when he wasn't so full of the Holy Ghost. Which meant that somebody back in New York got some stories they can tell. Brother Miller, you're me. What they used to call you? Bosco. Somebody in Hartford got to have a story. I don't know what it is. Got to be one. Deep. Now, minister, preach over there. I'm sure there are two or three stories that we just don't know. And probably some things you would hate for us ever to hear about. Look at the person next to you. Say, neighbor, if you think your life has been perfect and you're better than me, you are lie. Thank you. I, I know I got to stop. I need to talk to somebody in the balcony now. I don't care where you've been, what you've done. I don't care what happened in your life. God has disrupted your life today as the beginning now of what he's getting ready to do. And what you need to do to take all the stuff you've been through, not as your embarrassment, but as your testimony. me with my testimony it's what God has brought me through you can't embarrass me with my truth it's what God has done in my life and I'm gonna praise him God has disrupted my life and I thank him somebody give him a praise somebody give him a praise yeah 